As a young woman, Jane Goodall traveled from her home country of England to Tanzania to do research on chimpanzees. Others had studied the animals in the past, but Jane's method was different. She immersed herself in the chimpanzee's world. She lived among them, observed them, and folded herself into their way of life. And it was through that experience that the eyes of the world were opened to what was really happening with these animals, what their challenges were, how they worked, and what their lives actually looked like. It was only through being fully embedded that true understanding was possible. That's the same idea that GE Digital puts into practice to fuel the digital revolution of the biggest companies operating around the world. We have a voice in the customer process that is really centered on deep customer immersion. Really going deep, being able to do observational research at the customer. So we're not pitching our products, we're watching how they work. We are anticipating how they work and see, did we anticipate the right challenges? Asking them questions that are a lot more about enabling their workflow and what are the barriers that they face and what are the problems they're trying to solve. And so we do that for, we do that with dozens and dozens of customers for many hours. And it's, it, it ends up looking a lot more like anthropology than it does like marketing, watching the human factors and how people actually work in very stressful, busy, operational, industrial settings. That's Pat Byrne, the CEO of GE Digital, who knows that the best way to help someone is to get to know them. The best way to learn is to experience. And the best way to find a solution is to first thoroughly understand the problem. Pat knows what others have done in the past. And just like Jane Goodall and her chimpanzee research, Pat is making sure that GE is doing some things differently. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, Vice President of Strategy at Mission.org, and this is Business X Factors. Each week, we'll take a look at the secret sauce that takes companies to the highest levels of success and how they got there. We'll explore how these organizations are run, what's special about the people, culture, and processes that make it all happen. Question for you. What do you think is the best use of technology? Our friends at Highland believe technology is about transforming the way we all work so we can be more informed, empowered, and connected through every interaction and in every relationship with everyone we serve. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. For Pat, using technology to find solutions goes back decades. He studied engineering and computer architecture at Berkeley and Stanford in the 1980s and was even an intern for NASA. When he first entered the full-time workforce, Pat went from one major tech company to the next. We're talking HP, Agilent, Intermec by Honeywell, Danaher, and eventually General Electric. 
which he joined in 2019 to help transform the digital side of the business. GE itself is more than 100 years old, and GE Digital is a software division within GE Corporation. If you take a look at the company's website, you'll see that GE works in all markets, including airlines, healthcare, gas, and electric. As one of the fastest growing automakers in the world, Subaru relies on GE Digital Automation technology to help maximize its production capabilities. Procter & Gamble uses GE Digital's prophecy manufacturing solution in more than 90 of its plants to improve performance, reduce costs, and provide a foundation for analytics and optimization. And ExxonMobil has used GE Digital solutions to safely and responsibly meet the world's growing needs for energy. The list goes on and on, and all of them are asking GE to help them level up in one way or another. We're really at the intersection of innovation and trust, and that matters in these digital transformations. These digital transformations in industrial workflows are serious businesses, critical assets, really important that these are operationally critical infrastructure we're supporting. So really important that it's done well. At the same time, it's a transformation. It's got to be real innovation. Serving the globe and solving problems everywhere for everyone is not a light lift. Those factories making our cars? It's pretty important that the machines within them are operating at their best and being checked regularly so that we can feel safe driving around every day. Power grids need to work because if they don't, people who need medical attention or rely on electronic devices to stay alive are the ones who will truly be at risk. And personally, Folks like me will be put in dangerous situations. During the freeze in Texas in early 2021, I was forced without power, forced to boil snow for water and burn furniture for heat. It was a complete failure of systems that could have and should have been solved long before me and my family started to feel that chill. And those are the types of solutions that GE is bringing to the table. The stakes are high, but GE never seems to get overwhelmed by the scope of work at its feet. And why is that? Because Pat and his team are built with the knowledge that their mission is not to try to boil the ocean. The big piece of what I try to understand is making sure that the objectives are really clear. And with those clear objectives, what does it really take operationally for them to be able to meet that and strategically what are the most important two or three things we've got to keep in mind strategically? There are 10 to 15. We're not going to solve 10 to 15 strategic challenges simultaneously, but the few key strategic challenges and then ensuring that we've got good operational line of focus. Finding the focus isn't like finding a needle in the haystack, though. It's like finding a specific needle in a stack of needles. The only way to do it is to dive right in. GE does that with the initial goal not to find the best solution, but to first identify the right problem based on all the information at hand. When you're doing digital work for customers, there's a lot of analytical models that could be used. There's a lot of software that could be written. But really knowing how the physics of these devices work, how the grid actually operates, that allows us to zero in on and bring 
a range of skills together that really do provide very unique contributions for our customers. A good example is this is in how wind turbines work. You think, gosh, a wind turbine is fairly simple, goes up in the air, spins as a wind turbine, or a gas turbine, it's spinning and combusting natural gas. But the way those work in actual operations under real wind conditions on the grid, these are complex interrelated activities, uh, interrelated phenomenon. And uh, bringing that together, being able to do the kind of work we do for customers, it is really an amazing thing to watch because there's software companies and there's companies that make machines, but being able to bring those together is uh, really very special. Pat uses the example of the wind turbines and energy grid a lot to explain exactly what GE does differently from the rest of the software companies in the world. It's about getting a holistic understanding of every part of a company, its tools, its challenges, and putting all that data together to identify and come up with a way to solve a problem right now, or be prepared to solve a problem in the future. Maybe you've heard the advice, don't miss the forest for the trees. That's worthwhile to remember, but as GE has proven it can also be taken to the next level because if you have the right approach, you should be able to see everything, but identify small things that need attention. One thing you said that I want to pick in a little bit more is you talked about how you generate insights to run more effectively and efficiently. Can you talk about the how? Because at the highest level, generating insights, a lot of companies do that. But you said how you generate insights to run more efficiently and effectively. And I'm wondering, is there some uniqueness there? How does GE do that? I think the how is we're so deeply embedded in not only how the machines are designed and used, but how the how all that data is collected and what data is really important to collect. And it's really because of the operational engagement we have. Our workforce, we have a large services workforce that's involved in implementing these projects throughout the life cycle. So it's not just install software and it runs, it's really be there in the middle of how it operates every single day through monitoring and diagnostics. How the electric grid works, what happens when an outage happens? What happens when a storm is coming into a city and, and you understand what part of the electric grid is most vulnerable? We're taking five, 10 years worth of weather data and we know how the, all the assets on the grid, we know what, where the grid vulnerabilities are. We know how the grid will start to show vulnerability and how it recovers. All that operational data combined with all that, say that weather data, allows us to turn that into actionable insight that allows where they're gonna roll trucks to and where those trucks are gonna be stationed with the personnel on the ground. And as a result, the grid, instead of being down 24 hours, is down one hour. What a difference that makes. And that really comes as a result of being able to take all that data, plus the way the grid actually operates, plus the way these organizations actually operate, because we're so deeply embedded and enable that to turn really bad situation into something that's far more tolerable. Having the whole picture is critically important for GE because it allows the team to then do something you might not expect. It lets them look at that big picture, but then focus on a single pixel, a lone point of impact that can be worked on and solved for. 
How does GE do that? And what does it mean to have a whole view and still be lean? Find out after the break. When I need help, I want someone who understands where I am now and where I'm coming from, but with a broader perspective. The folks at Highland are like that. Highland is a true partner to more than half of Fortune 100 companies, a partner that understands your industry and offers expertly tailored solutions that evolve with you. With Highland, you gain a complete view of information across your organization, along with the agility to compete at the top of your game and deliver better customer experiences. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. When Jane Goodall was in that jungle with the chimpanzees, she discovered that they had personalities. They formed social groups, and most importantly, that they were intelligent enough to use tools to solve problems. For example, when a chimpanzee is hungry, it wants to eat some bugs. But the bugs it wants to eat live inside trees or logs that a chimp can't reach its arm into. So what does a chimp do? Wait the bug out and hope they crawl within reach? Try to knock the whole tree down? Nope. The chimps take a small twig and stick it into the hole in the tree and get the bugs inside to crawl out on that twig and then enjoy a nice mid-morning snack. Why is that important? Because it illustrates the point that there are many things you can do and many ideas that seem like they could be really exciting, but sometimes new and exciting isn't the way to go. Remember Google Glass? The wearable technology trend was hot and still is today. You see Apple Watches and Fitbits on wrists everywhere. But Google tried to take it to another level with glasses, and the experiment failed spectacularly. You see, this kind of thing happens all the time in businesses everywhere with overcomplicated tech stacks and band-aids or patches on problems that should be solved in the simplest way possible. With these kinds of situations, whether you're trying to innovate or just fix a problem at hand, you have to ask what needs to be done. And how can you deliver value with your solution rather than causing more confusion or pain? The best companies in the world are able to do that repeatedly. And like GE Digital, they are patient, they are methodical, and they find the right solution to the most critical problems. How are you able to implement at the point of impact? How is that affecting these industries at scale? The point of impact is usually a, you have to find the way that company really operate. There's a Japanese term called called Genba, G-E-M-B-A. And Genba means the real place being the point of impact. And usually that is associated with a person or a process or a data set. And so you've got to find that real place, that place where you've got to make sure that person using that process, delivering that outcome is uh, is is the customer that you're really focused on enabling. Because otherwise it could be very high level stuff, looks good in a spreadsheet, looks good in a PowerPoint, looks good in a demo. But if you're not in the hands of the person at the point of impact at that point of Gemba, then it's just gonna be 
more software, more complexity, and, and really not delivering the kind of value you want. So we engage with those. We go and we really have a voice to the customer process that helps us understand that point of impact. We walk the process with the customer. We go to a specific process and we look to the left and to the right to see, okay, if you're at this point of impact, who do you deliver value to? And then if you go to the left, who did you get that from? And we really go understand what's called that value stream map, that value delivery system that delivers value for the customer. And that's what we focus on. We focus on ensuring that that value delivery system or that value stream is really optimized from the point of digital enablement. Understanding the point of Gimba is difficult and companies try to solve for the wrong problems all the time. Take BlackBerry, for example. For a while, it seemed like everyone had a BlackBerry phone. In fact, back in 2010, 18.8 million people in America were BlackBerry users. Here in 2021, that number is down to 200,000. How did this happen? And also, who are those 200,000 people still using BlackBerry? Well, while iPhones were on the rise and people started getting accustomed to touch screens, rather than pivot, BlackBerry doubled down on creating a better physical keyboard for their devices. There was nothing wrong with the keyboard BlackBerry already had, and it wasn't like people were asking for something different. It reminds me of a famous quote attributed to Henry Ford, who legend tells us said, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. People don't know what they want until they are presented with a better option. BlackBerry didn't act fast enough to bring that new option to customers. And as a result, the customers moved on without their trusty old Blackberries. GE wants to make sure every company it works with does not go the way of the BlackBerry. So understanding and delivering the most impactful problem and valuable solution is critical. It comes down to having that holistic view and then using something Pat calls strategic density to bring a solution to life. Let me just go back to the grid example. Mm -hmm. The strategic density, what I mean by that is it's a combination of factors. It's not one thing. It's a number of things tightly bound together that form sort of the secret sauce. And I'll just use this example of outage planning. To do that, you've got to bring an understanding of how the grid is built. There's only so many companies that have 10, 20, 30-year relationships with these grid operators to know how the grid is built, where all their assets are. The grid, for example, is a series of investments over many years. It's billions of dollars are deployed to build an electric grid. So it's sort of layers of technology and complexities. That operational engagement, that's certainly one of our places where we bring a tremendous um, ability to engage and understand. But now we've got to bring a, a scale software that is highly secure and can last 10 or 20 years, could be installed and run and support and always be on and always working. That's a whole other skill set to do that level of software. Then you've got to bring the ability to do these analytics that take disparate data, combine them in interesting and compelling ways. That's a third kind of skill. And the fourth one then is just the ability to implement 
the ability to actually go in and make it all work together in a way that somebody sitting in a control desk can use with a swivel of a chair, with another click of his or her mouse, and not be overwhelmed by the technology. That's a tremendous range of, you think about who we have doing that and who we're, how we're able to bring that together. It's quite an orchestration. Bringing everyone and everything together and then focusing them on a single target. It's a masterpiece painted with a true understanding of a customer's needs. Where the strategic density comes from is you've got to figure out what, where the value is for customer. We could do lots of things that might be special in our minds, but is it special and does it combine in a special way? A lot of technology companies go to a customer with the technology they've already invented. And they say, look, voila, this is great technology. Customer looks at it and says, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the patience. I don't have that data. My data is a mess. I don't have the people to implement that. I'm not sure how it works. I'm not sure how my department uses this. Another department has to use that. And as a result, it runs into these barriers. And so what we do is take a humble approach to that. Go to Gemba, go to the point of impact and focus on this deep customer immersion. And really, we are obsessed. We try to fall in love with the customer problem before we fall in love with the solution. That last sentence is at the heart of what makes GE so different. They fall in love with the problem before they fall in love with the solution. Time and time again, companies get distracted by the cool, new, flashy, headline-grabbing solution that may not be the most effective, or, like in the case of BlackBerry, may be a solution for the wrong problem. Falling in love with a solution is a real danger because it leads to the trap that Pat calls innovating in isolation. You mentioned this before earlier about not innovating in isolation. I think it would be easy to do that when you have such a deep understanding of these industries. So can you maybe tell us a story about that, how you are able to in some ways, pull back the reins of innovation and not innovate in isolation. Yeah, sure. I think I'll go to our power generation oil and gas business for this. So again, you take a company as strong as GE is in the way that the assets work. We can do a perfect digital twin for a gas turbine or for other assets that we know a lot about. But what if that isn't really the most important thing? Maybe the most important thing is how the overall plant is working and how it's being optimized given with renewables coming online. Now the the gas turbines aren't gonna be running all the time. They're gonna be peaked for when the wind isn't blowing. And then they're gonna be dialed down for when the wind is blowing. It's gonna be much more variable. Now you've got to optimize. And what if in that environment, you also have a pricing environment where the price of power is gonna vary as well. and the price of power and how it's going up and down and when the wind is blowing, maybe not correlated. Well, instead of going with, we know how, how gas turbines work, we know how wind turbines, what if we go study that problem? And so what we did is we've gone and done that. Now we had some initial ideas, but after we went and really studied it, we really understood what's interesting is that there's three or four different types of people personas that could use that software. 
And if all we do is make that software so it's like the uber nerdy, got all the features that you could have all in one package, it confuses everybody and is good for not any one person. But what if you optimize using the basic same kernel of analysis, but now you focused on the trading desk or the person who has to optimize the dispatch of which assets are dispatched or the reliability engineer who has to figure out, well, the gas turbines turned down. What does that mean for the reliability of these assets? So here's the thing where we could go with a feature set that's got covers all those things, but it's a little bit like an aqua car then. An aqua car is a car boat. It's not that good of a car. It's not that good of a boat. But if you're the one who wants the car boat, the thing that does both, then it's the product for you. And you end up with these sort of Frankenstein products. You can end up with it in technology, especially in software, as opposed to being really focused. And so we, what we did instead is we brought all the, the kind of core underlying insight we gained about this need to optimize how these plants operate. And then we studied and went to school on working on the specific solutions for specific people. Again, using the same core technology, but really optimized for the way they do their work. Then you don't end up with an aqua car. More than anyone else who had come before her, and arguably more than anyone who is in the field today, Jane Goodall figured out the secrets of the life of the chimpanzees. The way she immersed herself in their culture and habitat allowed her to see things others never saw and focus on things that others never believed were important. GE Digital is doing the same thing in the world of software, marrying its innovative nature with a deep and true understanding of every industry and organization the company works with. Their X factor is their ability to help their clients identify their own X factors through careful observation and by defining a clear Gemba before ever moving forward. Adding a slight twist to what Henry David Thoreau said, there are a thousand hacking at the branches to the one who is striking the root. And GE Digital is striking the root every time and unearthing the X factor of its clients in a way that many only dream of. Business X Factors is brought to you by our friends at Highland. For over a decade, Highland has been named a leader in the Gartner Magic Quadrant for content services platforms, leading the way to help people get the information they need when and where they need it. More than half of 2020 Fortune 100 companies rely on Highland to help them create more meaningful connections with the people they serve. When your focus is on the people you serve, Highland stands behind you. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. You've been listening to Business X-Factors, created by Mission.org and brought to you by Highland. If you like this show, please be sure to subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app. We'd also be so grateful 
If you reviewed and rated this show on Apple Podcast, this helps ensure that more listeners can find the show. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, Vice President of Media Strategy at Mission.org, and I'll catch you next time on Business X Factors. Business X Factors.